Okay, so this is week two of Family in Lockdown. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to last week. I'm actually surprised that anyone did. And they said some really nice things. People thought it was quite funny. Yep. People thought it was quite relatable. They thought I was the funnier one. Mm. A lot of people have thought our marriage is in trouble. Of course, they'd be right. Mm. (laughs) So you brought us closer together. Well, physically, because we've got to sit next to the microphone. Yeah, we've only got one microphone. (laughs) In this episode, we want to bring you other thoughts and experiences that we've been having in lockdown. And I think, I hope, I'm sure you will be too. And we will be doing some more raking up the past, uh, where we kind of revisit some classic arguments that we've had over the years, purely to kind of fill time and perpetuate them for another 10 years or so. Mm. So thank you very much. And we thought we'd give it another go, see how week two goes. A lot's happened this week. It has actually been a bit more than a week since we last recorded yeah. uh, our previous podcast, mainly because I got the coronavirus. So did I. I got it worse. Exactly. You being you, I, pathetic boy, had to get it worse, or so you said. But yes, of course we haven't been tested, but we're pretty sure we've had COVID-19. And it's not nice, is it? It's not a nice experience. I don't recommend it to um, anybody in all seriousness. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I'd wheeze. I was wheezing, lethargy, uh, headaches, coughing. But the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing is that I started to lose all my sense of taste and smell. Actually, more and more people are having it. Mm. It's a thing. For the person who is the first and last person at a buffet... This is an absolute nightmare for you, isn't it? You're still eating loads. Yeah, but I, just in case it comes back, just in case it's come back in the last 20 minutes, I need to eat again. I'm cooking so much, I would love to not have one extra meal to cook. Can't you just not bother for a bit? If no. you can't taste it and you can't smell it, what's the point? That, and then you've got oh you asking me every freaking five seconds, does it smell of something, does it taste of anything? Then I'm starting to get a bit beyond pissed off with it but I tell you what the dishwasher deserves a Pride of Britain award that dishwasher is doing a sterling job yeah I think I think at um, 8 o'clock every Wednesday we should stand next to the dishwasher and clap <laughs> how about that yes not to take away from the extraordinary work of our NHS heroes but, but the dishwasher th- is another hero for that's me that's Thursday at 8 o'clock I'm talking about Wednesday at 8pm <laughs> Maybe we should click some spoons. Yeah. Believe me, we've got an empty slot there. <laughs> so I think we can fit it in. We've become another statistic, haven't we, this week? Yes. As well as getting COVID-19, we've also lost our jobs. Yeah. I'm not sure if, if I've been furloughed or a lot. If, if like, I don't even know what that is. I, I thought that was something that happens in horse racing. No, that's a furlong. <laughs> and what is a furlong? It's a measurement of distance. Oh, I thought it was one of the horse jumpy things. The oh, horse I jumpy thought that's things. what. I've, when they were talking about people being furloughed, I just didn't. I just had mm. images of people jumping over horse thingies. Although my behaviour on conference call this week, I probably don't deserve it. What? I I did fall asleep during the video call <laughs> this week. <laughs> I'd say that was a loss. <laughs> Actual asleep asleep. Yeah, I, I dozed off. 
I, I dozed off because I was. I was. Matt, fi- you're supposed to be trying to get another job. That's probably why I've lost this one. Oh, for God's sake! Well, it was one of those calls that I only said hello at the beginning, and other people were kind of you know nattering on. And thankfully, I started with my with the camera switched off because I was feeling a bit poorly. So I got under the duvet in bed and just listened with my headphones on. The whole experience was really quite soporific. And so, yeah, I just kind of drifted off in some hallucinogenic state. Well, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well done. So you have to try to get another job. And in your opportunity on a phone call that you were invited to, your opportunity to shine, you had to sleep. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I did wake up with a start halfway through. When they asked you a question. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure the microphone was switched off in case they could hear me snuffling. <laughs> and just to double check the camera had not switched itself back on again. Imagine. Oh, God, you prat. Yeah. Oh, can I ask you something? You can. All right. Well, I've been slaving away upstairs, mm. having some light rest. Mm. Uh, how's it been going with the homeschool downstairs? Are you in special measures yet? <laughs> Ofsted would not be impressed. I drink earlier and earlier in the day. That's a given. Mm-hmm. It's been all right, actually. And I did... Homeschooling is my big win of the week. Because I know we're talking about wins and losses. It sounds like the fact that you've lost your job and fallen asleep in a conference call. I can't imagine you've got any wins this week. No, I'm in, I'm in debit. I was the first parent to have their children's work displayed on the school social media website. Oh, yeah. Oh, you girly swat. I know. I was properly, properly chuffed, slightly humiliated and embarrassed by the same token, but really quite chuffed as well. Because I am not that mum who is at the school gates doing the bake sale, doing the PTA, doing the cowboy-themed school disco honky-tonk whatever thing they're doing. I'm not that parent. I'm not there. I'm in, drop them off, I'm out, barely comb my hair, off to work, bosh, gone. But I haven't actually submitted anything since then because now I don't need to, right? But you might have created Rob Free and Back because now you will be asked to do the bake sale. You will no. be asked to be, do the PTA. No, because I can just glide in on an ethereal cloud of smugness, mm. saying I was the one. That was me. That was me, bitches. Mm. I got there first. So I feel like I've absolutely smashed it. So now it's time for our regular feature, where we talk about things that have happened in our relationship in the past. These are conversations and topics that we often refer back to. Perhaps things we've not really, you know, ever agreed on. Now's the time to put those things to bed. Now we're all kind of locked down together. This is raking up the past. Dun, dun, dun. So I've got an absolute classic from the early days mm. that I really want to kind of square with you. But because I'm nice, I'm going to let you go first. That's not because you're nice. You want me to go first. You want me to lay it all out there so that you can come in with a sucker punch afterwards. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Because I've got a classic. Go on then. I've got a belter. Really? And it it makes you look like an absolute bastard. Hmm. Go on. So I'm running with the theme of us having this illness this week. 
And of course, you've had it worse because you're the boy and it always makes you more ill. And now I have to look after the kids still, whereas you can convalesce upstairs under a bloody duvet. And On a conference call. Yeah, asleep. <laughs> um, and it made me remember about you being ill in the past. You'd been on a work trip and you'd got really ill, supposedly, on this work trip. And when you came home, you had apparently lost your voice. I had lost my voice. I was really ill. I know which trip you're talking about. I was in Hong Kong for four days. The illest I'd been in a long, long time. I was genuinely poorly. Mm. You were ill. Anyway, you came home and you were really milking it. So um, that was long before we got married. So I actually still liked you quite a bit. And um, I therefore wanted to try and help and look after you. You had lost your voice. So I don't even know where you got it from. But you see, you suddenly one day appeared with a bell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, is it? I like a okay. bell with a, like a metal bell. With yeah, a like a ding, 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 ding bell. Yeah, like a school bell. Yeah, I remember that. Because you were in bed, because we lived in amazing net, the bedrooms were downstairs, I'd be upstairs in the kitchen, and you'd go ding, 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 ding. Oh, God, and I'd go down the stairs. Yes, darling, what is it? <laughs> and you'd write a little note. Can I please have some tea? I couldn't so I'd speak. go back up the stairs. I, I know, speak. I'm reading the note in your pathetic voice. Oh. Go back up the stairs, get some tea. I'd come back downstairs, there's another note. Get some cake. Back up the stairs, get some cake. Oh, God, it was infuriating, but I was trying to be nice because, as I say, I still liked you there. Now, game over, get your own shit. Anyway, this had been going on for quite a while, quite a few days. And then I hadn't had the bell for about an hour or so, one weekend day, I think. And I came downstairs to see if you're okay. Do you remember what I found, Matthew? Was it was it a love letter from me to you, thanking you for all your caring actions? You know, you know what I found. <laughs> you, sunshine, were on the phone having a merry little chat with someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, Hong Kong is a bit crazy. <laughs> having a lovely boysy time, <laughs> lovely chat, like nothing had ever happened. Bell next to you, <laughs> notepad next to you. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with your voice. I'd like to think that you'd nursed me back to health so successfully. You'd that- use that bloody bell five minutes before I found you on the phone. Yeah, but I didn't... Want to kind of... No, I've got no excuse. That was shocking. That yeah, was rumbled. <laughs> Do you, you forgive me? No, use that bell again or shove up your arse, sunshine. <laughs> right, come on then. You're raking up the past. So I want to take you back, way back, mm. to our fairly early courting days. Mm. All right, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. I think you'd come... Courting. Was this the 1900s? Yeah, okay. Yes, courting. <laughs> right, okay. What would you call it if it's not courting? Dating, because I'm not 112. I've never courted anyone in my life. We're not Victorian English men and women. What are you talking about? Anyway, yeah, back in our early days of dating, yeah. Slash courting. Um, we were in a pub, I think in my hometown, actually, one of the first few times you'd come back. It had been raining, so we had an umbrella with us. And <laughs> you, you know what's coming, don't you? 
and, and <laughs> we were having a drink and I was being witty and charming as normal. And I did oh. this trick when I decided to scratch my back with the umbrella. I put it down between my jacket and my shirt and I was scratching my back. And then, so it was like over my shoulder and then I tried to get it out. And then because I was, I was pulling it, because the outside of it, it got caught and it started to open up <laughs> inside my jacket. And the more I pulled it, the more it opened up and the, the more my jacket started to inflate. And so the more I pulled it and the more I opened up. And then you, you, your nostrils started going. <laughs> when I was like going now. <laughs> my nostrils wiggled. And you thought I was such a fool for using the umbrella to scratch my back. Whereas in reality, I meant for that to happen. Because you what did you did not mean for that to happen. What you did not know was that I was and still am a master of slapstick. A master of slap. Don't know about the stick. So anything that happens to me that is vaguely humiliating or causes me a minor injury, I do on purpose. And that was the prime example. So to this day, I maintain that I did, I put the umbrella down my back on purpose. And that whole thing was a show to kind of make you laugh and you fell in love with me even more as a result. Matt, the open umbrella was stuck behind between you and the pub chair and the prongy bits were stabbing in your head and in your ear and there were other people around looking at you. There is no way you did that on purpose. You did it by accident. You looked like a plonker. It made me laugh a lot. Move on. The rest of the pub fell in love with me as well. <laughs> so the big question is, are you valuing this time, this extra time, this unexpected time that you are spending at home with your family, rediscovering all those things that kind of bonded us together, you know, really kind of focusing on what's right in front of us and just really making the most out of, of this unexpected and unfortunate situation? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh. I wish I was. I might get there, but at the moment I'm still in free fall. Oh. But my friend Sophie mm-hmm. came up with something which was, quite, which was basically a win and a loss. She said that One of her big wins was that we finally get to use the creative stuff which has been ignored for 10 years. One of her big losses was we have to use the creative stuff we haven't had to use for 10 years, which was really funny. What creative stuff? Well, it's it's that kind of stuff, you know, when when you've got a a party, when your child has a party, has a birthday party, and they get like a slime set or they get a science kit and you think, God, no! Why, 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 why did you buy my child that? You mustn't like me very much because it's an interactive thing. You know you're going to get sand stuff stuck in the dog's fur. You know you're going to be picking slime out your hair for weeks on end. It's a pain in the arse. So you put it away. You think, oh, I don't know where it's gone, darling. I don't I know. I don't know where that's gone. And now you're having to get it out and you're having to engage with it and pretend it's fun. It's not fun. I'm hoping that I'll rediscover my inner rainbow Blue Peter child, but at the moment it's just seething under a bottle of wine. I think some people are taking social distancing a bit too far. How so? 
Well, I took the dog out for a walk a few days ago. Coming towards me, there was a there was a lady from the village. I reckon she was probably about her sixties, maybe kind of late sixties. And I waved at her, and then she waved at me, and then I could see that she started to alter her path, so she wasn't walking directly towards me. Mm. She was kind of starting to walk around me, mm. and I thought, well, that's I get it. That, that's that's prudent, mm. social distancing, and, and all that. As we passed each other, I kind of called over to her. She was at least, we were supposed to be two metres. She was at least five metres away, maybe more. Mm. I called over to her and I said, oh, hello. How are you? She went, oh, hello. I went, it's, it's okay, I'm not, I'm not ill anymore. You don't have to stay away from me. And she says, I know. And then she walked on. <laughs> and then... <laughs> she just didn't want to be... Anywhere you... near your stinking ass. So she wasn't trying to avoid me because of the coronavirus. She was just... Trying to tr- avoid you. Trying to avoid me. Mm. Well, she maybe she listened to week one of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I really hope you've enjoyed listening to the carnage that has been week two of the Shaw household family in lockdown next week because Matt is starting to look like words or gummage I'm going to be cutting his hair so uh, no, no what <laughs> yeah so um, week three no, we'll be talking we yeah 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 agree um, this yeah 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 if anyone wants to send us some messages that would be so awesome uh, because Matt's too embarrassed to share this on his own social media you can contact me um, my insta is ems underscore shawsey s-h-a-w-s-e-e and send us any messages any photos we would love to hear from you and uh, we'll see you next week can I just say we don't actually have any scissors for cutting hair we've got scissors in the kitchen drawer which like cutting bacon rind and that's it we've got some shears in the garden that is that I, what you're going to use pretty much do you know how to cut hair nope it'll be fun yes see you next week bye